Hello, and welcome back to Nova Thoughts. I am your host, Nova Luxurious. And um, I guess before we go ahead and get deep into it, um, if you want to follow me, I am on Instagram at Nova underscore Luxurious. N-O-V-A underscore L-U-X-U-R-I-O-U-S. I am also on Twitter uh, at Nova Luxurious. And on SoundCloud, you can just search me at Nova Luxurious. I have a new single coming out um, on Spotify and Apple Music called Why Can't You? November 30th. So uh, just stay tuned for that. Um, And yeah, if you want to follow me on the SoundCloud, my mixtape Odyssey is out now for streaming. I hope you enjoy it. All right, now we're going to go ahead and get started, honey. All right. Um... Let's see. Well, I hope everybody has had a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving holiday. I know I did. I um, did everything I wanted to do, which was hang out, um, spend time with friends and loved ones and get high, honey, smoke copious amounts of weed and just be cute. And I did that. I am doing that. Um, So my... Thanksgiving was awesome. Hopefully everybody else had good good holiday experiences. Hopefully you got some good food and your relatives didn't get on your nerves too much. <laughs> um but let's see. Um I guess we can go ahead and get started. Uh I think I said that already, but yes, we can definitely go ahead and get started. Um let's see. One of the stories that has been popping up on my timeline um, a lot last week and it's really starting to gain some steam over the holiday and over the weekend which is the uh, story of John Chow he was a missionary slash thrill seeker guy who you know he wanted to take it upon himself to convert the Sentinelese people off the the island of sentinel it's an island called sentinel um it's off like the coast of india and basically these people are like one of the oldest if not the oldest and founding civilization or a group of people that you know came to that part of the world and has lived there since however many thousands of years they had contact with um you know outsiders during the early years of you know colonization and of course they were when they were exposed to disease and 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 those people they were met with death and everything else so i guess at some point they made it a point to cut themselves off from the modern world and anytime somebody or somebody's got close to their island they were met with a whole bunch of arrows a barrage of arrows and spears being thrown at them and just aggression like they made it very clear that they don't want anything to do with the modern world fast forward to i guess last week when this really happened uh john chow has been like i said he'd made it a point that he was going to convert these people so he went to the island mind you this is illegal indian government prohibits people from doing that um they make it very clear that you know these people do not want to be contacted do not want to interact with you leave them alone don't don't even go over there 
of course Mr. Child did not listen and then he didn't you know paid some some uh fishermen some money to take him over there and drop him off near the island and apparently the fishermen came back to check on him maybe a few days or a day or two later and basically saw him being buried on the beach so you know r.i.p to mr chow um but i'm not going to i'm not gonna lie this this story annoyed me because of the way it was being framed you know they were trying to like make mr chow this martyr slash hero slash you know golden boy thing and i just i was totally not here for it um for a lot of reasons i mean for me the story just reeks of like just the arrogance of americans you know i think that's why we have that definitely have that that uh stereotype of of being arrogant and, and just because of things like this like you know you were told that this was illegal you were told not to you were advised very heavily not to go over there those people are aggressive and on top of that you were putting them those people at risk because like they've never been exposed to disease like a flu a cold the sniffles it could take them out because they've never their immune systems are that delicate so you're putting them in danger um then you just you know you wasn't listening it was like you undermined the indian law so it was just like you know you know i'm not gonna say that he deserved it because that's you know i don't think he deserved to die i mean i'm not gonna be as harsh as to say that some people might i'm just gonna simply say you know you didn't take heed to the warning and the warning came true I guess in a roundabout way, it it all boils down to you kind of, you deserved it, but I don't want to say that, (laughs) but yes, John Chow, RIP John Chow, but sis, you're not a hero. You're not a martyr. I mean, I guess one could argue that it was a noble, you know, thing of you to want to introduce these people to the joys of religion. Although I think they know pretty much well what comes with, with, all of this indoctrination you know there comes death and destruction and then gentrification and i guess the sense of these people had no time for it honey you're not gonna turn their island into a resort (laughs) a remote resort for rich white people honey because that's what would end up happening it starts with colonization the next thing you know honey there is a luxury Hilton being planted and, and constructed on that island. No. And you've got all these people coming in telling these people that what the way they live ain't ain't up to par and we're gonna show you a better way. Mean you know, translation, we're gonna push you to the side and take over your land. Cause that's pretty much what that was gonna be. Um, but R.I.P. to Mr. Chow. You know, sorry that that happened to you. You know, I guess my condolences to his family um, and friends and people that knew him. You know, it's never easy losing someone, you know, somebody close to you. But, you know, I just I'm sorry. I can't stand on this whole thing of him being um, this martyr and this hero. I mean, no, sis, you 
you broke the law you violated and went into like a, a territory that was hostile and you paid with your life i'm sorry but that's just what happened and i feel like i've dedicated more than enough time on this story so we're gonna move on um gina rodriguez has been making some waves in in social media on the twitter sphere um apparently well this is not anything really new but um she has been making some more and more like i guess as her fame and her name grows she's been making some real iffy ass statements in regards to like black women especially her most recent being that she said that black women in uh you know film and television were getting paid way more than latin women and that's just a fucking lie <laughs> i think she said asian and native asian native and black women make more than latino women in on tv and film um correct me if i'm wrong but sofia vergara made like is making like 40 plus million or has made overall 40 plus million from her time on tv um and she's above like Kerry Washington and Tracy Ellis Ross and Viola Dave. Like she's above all these girls. Um, I could even take it back to like the nineties, like when in two thousands, when Hallie and Jennifer Lopez were like at the heights of their career. I think Hallie was the highest played black actress and she was getting like 12 to 15 million. Whereas, Jennifer Lopez was the highest Latina actress and she was getting upwards to 20 million a film. So, I mean, I don't know. Make it make sense. And I could be wrong. I'm going to, you know, if I am, you know, feel free to come on my Twitter and correct me. But if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not mistaken in that Latina women definitely get more than black women in certain areas and that is one of them um i try not to like you know being that i am a cisgender male I'm, you know somebody who identifies as male i try not to like bogart or like speak on behalf of women especially black women i try to let them you know have their not let that sounds so but you know what i mean i try not to you know just be like i'm gonna have my opinion and but you know just as an outsider like an out, somebody who observes uh, that's complete bullshit and honestly i've picked up these vibes from miss rodriguez um multiple times uh one standout time was when she was on that movie with yara shahidi and the interviewer was asking her about uh or the interviewer was, you know, telling Yara, like, oh, you know, represent, you know, like he got, they got on the subject of representation and, you know, he directly addressed Yara and was like, you know, for black girls and he couldn't even get black girls or black women out before Miss Gina was just women, all women, all women. And that was a step that for me, that was a eyebrow raiser then. And he was just, and I loved how the interviewer was just like, 
you know, yeah, all women, but more specifically black women. Like he really was like, okay, yeah, bitch, but I'm not talking about all women right now. I'm talking about black girls. And Yara is a cute representation for black girls. She's a nice, you know, I that was his point was he was making was like, you know, you are really doing a good job representing black little black girls and giving little black girls something positive for them to see. And like, like I said, honey, Miss uh, Miss Gina wasn't here for it. Um, these, like I said, these are not the first time that I've heard her say anything um, problematic uh, with the whole bl- uh, black women make more than Latino women. Um, I don't know, Miss Gina, child. Um, I just remember before she was Jane the Virgin, she was in some like indie netflix movie with another uh, latina actress and i forgot the actress's name because she's been in some really cute shit but gina played her friend and gina's character was like the chubby like insecure girl who would take anything and, and in this case they gave her this abusive ass boyfriend who ended up choking her out in the movie and then, like, I seen that, and I was just like, well, girl, that's kind of whack. And then she became Jane the Virgin, and now she's on here talking about, you know, always mentioning black women and trying to do this, like, white feminist thing where it's not about race, it's just about women. And it's like, well, girl, as a woman of color, you of all people should know that that's, that's only scratching the surface like intersectionality is a thing but you know it's i'm not surprised um because a lot of non-black women who are also not white you know often not say often feel that way but i've i have like i've grown up with a lot of black female friends and i've even witnessed how they interact with other females who aren't black and who aren't necessarily white and yeah that's a thing um where you know they feel they have issues towards black women too like anti-blackness is not just exclusive to white people we all know that turn this heat off i'm getting hot honey (laughs) um we all know that um and gina is just proving that she is one of those girls that she might have some issues going on with that you know a lot some of those girls that think like that you know they feel like well bitch you know i'm i guess society tells them you know you're not a white woman but you're you know the blessing in it is that you're you're a step up from a black woman so i don't know a lot of girls believe that shit and so when they see black girls shining, winning, doing things, getting compliments, getting men, especially men and they're that are, you know, in the other girls' races, they feel away. And uh Gina might be one of them girls. You know, I don't know. Like I said, all I know is she's Jane the Virgin. I don't really pay attention to her. But that caught my eye and black Twitter roasted the ever loving fuck out of her, as they should have. And, you know, I'm just I'm curious to see what her responses will be if there are any. So, um, I don't know. I guess, like I said, we can go ahead and move on from Miss Gina because the only Gina I know, the only Gina's I know are Torres 
and Waters. And one of them hoses is a fictional character. So, oh, and Gina Davis. So, like I said, out of them three, one of them hoes is fictional. Um, anywho, Takashi69 is in a lot of trouble. Um, apparently, he's facing 25 to life on, ooh, excuse me, some racketeering and some other charges, like serious charges. Because he's running around with all these gang members, you know, a lot of these young rap boys, they affiliate themselves with local gangs to, you know, beef up their image and beef up their security. Um, But mainly to beef up the look and the image that they're trying to go for and to end this all ever going thing to seem real. And really, it's not real. (laughs) Um... Takashi ain't really my favorite person and that's just because he's you know problematic as hell really a, a lot of these celebrities are but he's really problematic and um you know I don't know I mean I, I, I almost want to say I feel bad for the kid I kind of do um I also peeped the interview because somebody somebody on social media you know these y'all kids on social media honey y'all always finding things old interviews but there was an old interview and I do remember this interview Fat Joe tried to warn him um, and he kind of was just uh, and it's all coming to life even Fat Joe said it he was like you know I don't revel in I told you so's but everything he was like I ran into him after that interview when he was really when this case was really starting to heat up and he really was saying everything that I warned him about it was happening to him and, you know, that's the real setup with a lot of these young, you know, the Chief Keefs, the Bobby Shmurdas, the Takashis, the Lil Reds, and the XXX Tentacions, and, you know, these labels and things are plucking these kids out of the hoods and out of, in, out of obscurity, and then just giving them a whole bunch of money, and, you know, helping them become famous, and, you know making them basically making them big targets and because that's really what they are it's it's like the ultimate setup (laughs) um i don't know honey i mean you know i know he's feeling away because i mean to him he was just you know out here having fun living his best life and now he's facing 25 life behind and then he may allegedly may have a hit on him by his fellow gang members apparently they had a hit they were planning to take him out just so he wouldn't snitch on them because they were doing the illegal shit and he was just kind of there and uh and he apparently allegedly so um i don't know my thoughts and my prayers go out to takachi to coochie um girl i mean i don't know honey i'm just hopefully you get through it and get out of it um, this was a most recent one, but I really want to talk about it and I'm probably going to save a bit of it. Actually, I'm going to save it for my final thought and, um, let that be that. Yes. Um, let's go ahead and get into miss this little brief bad baby tried to pick a fight with Iggy Azalea at Cardi B's, uh, Fashion, ooh, excuse me, Fashion Nova event. Um, 
all I got to say is, you know, I find it, I I think I said this on another podcast, but I find it really funny that, you know, everybody that had everything to say about Cardi and all this, you know, and trying to accuse her of appropriation and being a a caricature, I can never say that word, (laughs) caricature of a black woman and blah, 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 you know, being this bad representation are awfully silent about Miss Bad Baby and her existence in the hip-hop world of today. Um, I've even encountered some people who in one breath will sit up and talk about how all the ways Cardi B is problematic, but then praise this bitch, the Catch Me Outside girl. And, you know, you know, I really personally have no... I won't say I don't care, but I just, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I don't care that she's, you know, a little rapper and she's doing her thing or whatever. I mean, I guess it's not for me. I wasn't buying the music. So, but I'm just, I have to say that for the sake of like, you know, that whole debate that was, that people were trying to pop off when in, you know, juxtaposed to Cardi B's emerges into fame. <laughs> Y'all had all of that to say, but this little white girl doing the most. Y'all love it. Y'all go up for it. So, you know, bad baby is out here throwing water at Iggy Azalea. Iggy was looking confused and eventually just walked away because, you know, Iggy's not really about that life. And that's that. Anyway, Bad Baby is out here (laughs) being the most ratchetest, but whatever. All right, let's see. Where are we at on this list? Um, I don't know if any of y'all have been following this case, but Bakari Henderson was a college student, or was he a high school grad, or was he in college? I think he was like college but anyway he was going or he was he took a trip to Greece with a few friends and ended up getting beat to death by a local mob of men because drum roll some white girl some Greek white girl was flirting with him and the men felt the way so like a mob of them like from the video it looked like 10 to 15 niggas just rolled up on that poor young man and just beat him to death on sight like he was beaten to death on sight um his friends of course stood by looking shocked (laughs) he was with i mean not to say that he you know but i don't know these this current generation of girls y'all don't y'all don't really like to help y'all friends out huh y'all just let people get beat up and jumped and y'all sit back and be like oh my god like instead of jumping in there Cause I'm sorry, I probably would have had to jump in there. I couldn't sit there and let my friend just get jumped by these group of hooligans because they mad because this little fast ass girl is trying to see what's up with the American tourists. Like, girl, what? And you know, it didn't help that he was black. You know how some some men be feeling threatened, some non-black men be feeling hella threatened when black men be, you know, macking on their girls. Um but that happened last year um was it last year was he the last year i think it was last year and um his trial is 
has been going on in Greece and I think they've convicted six out of the ten or nine men that they you know uh, arrested three of them were walking free the other six are uh, charged with various charges from like you know manslaughter to murder they're getting like you know 15 years 20 years I can't remember all the char- uh, the charges but three three men are free personally I think all of them should go to jail and I think they need to find her the other four or five niggas that was there too because like I said it looked like it was a smooth 15 motherfuckers that bum rushed that young that one young man um I'm gonna keep a close eye on this trial still it's still going on but I think that's the latest update is that three men are free six have been convicted um yeah and since we're on other cases um Kendrick Johnson I don't know if anybody has ever remembered Kendrick Johnson um cause his death kinda came it was like around the Trayvon phenomena not phenomena but you know around that time like Trayvon and Mike Brown got shine but a lot of there were a lot of deaths in between that that were also very suspect Kendrick Johnson being one of them um Kendrick Johnson was a high school student out of South Georgia who was went to school like any other day and at some point I want to say after lunch he didn't show up to a class and the next thing you know his body was found in the old school gym or the it was either the old school gym or the newer school gym that they were building but anyway his body was found there wrapped in a mat and the story they told was that oh you know he his shoe got into the mat somehow and so he went climbed the the tall mat like those you know floor mats that they have in the gym like he and tried to crawl down into the barrel and get his shoe and got stuck and suffocated to death that's the story they told now the pictures of Kendrick's head and body are not that of somebody who asphyxiated um this nigga's head looked like you know it was bashed the fuck in he looked like he had had some serious trauma all up in the neck and head area but um you know to let the authorities tell it he asphyxiated and you know the parents ended up getting having to get a separate and i think this happened like yeah like i said around 2014 15 and the parents uh had to get a second or autopsy because the one that the the coroner and all them were giving was just bullshit um and then there was some other f- things that was going on like his organs he wasn't an organ donor yet a lot of his organs were missing and were replaced with tissue paper by the time he got to the funeral home or not tissue paper newspaper by the time he got to the funeral home so um I don't know, but it's just come out. This new autopsy has come out, and it just basically said everything that we all knew. But you know, basically that this boy was murdered. He was definitely uh, he suffered some kind of head neck trauma, which killed him. He didn't suffocate. So another case that I'm going to be paying attention to, um, still because yeah. Um, 
yeah, this shit is like fucking ridiculous. Um, there was also another shooting, and this is just this just happened, I think, over the past weekend in Birmingham, Alabama, which is close to my heart because I live. I'm from Alabama. Um, I live in Atlanta now, but obviously, um, but um, that's where I'm from. Anybody who knows me knows that's where I'm from. Um, and the gallery is is, is like the big mall for miles around so a lot of people go to the Galleria um it's just sad his name was Elijah not Elijah was it Elijah um well they called him EJ but he basically there was a shooting that was going on EJ was with his family in the mall and he I guess he was on leave from the army and he was just helping people get out of harm's way. And when the police came in, because he was a black man with a gun, with a, with a weapon, they immediately fired on him, even after being told that he's not the guy that y'all looking for. Um, they're still, you know, this is, like I said, this is fairly new. This happened over Thanksgiving. So this is still a case that's uh, building... And so we will be in touch. <laughs> you know, I will be keeping an eye on it. And, you know, I will be letting you girls and guys know what's going on with that. Um, I'm going to go blow my nose and pee. And then we can go ahead and get this final thought. Um, but RIP to that young man's family. You know, nobody, you know, that's just sad that, you know, nobody should have to go through that. And, um, the fact that he was trying to help. This is the second case of a black person who was trying to help and ended up losing their life anyway. And it's just like, Lord Jesus, what do you want us to do, honey? You know, but anywho, like I said, let me go blow my nose and then we can get into this final thought. I'll be right back. All right. Yes. And we are right at 30 minutes, honey. So we are doing really good. Okay. I'm back. Had to blow my nose, honey. Couldn't do that with y'all listening. That's just gross and rude and all of those things. So, had to, honey, had to get off and do that. But anywho, for my final thought and my last little subject that has hit my little timeline, this is another recent case that has happened or a recent incident. NBA player Dwight Howard is caught up in a uh, transsexual mess honey basically Dwight Howard may or may not have been um gallivanting around with a trans woman or and I think like because I was just reading some of the updates today um that she is uh may just be a cisgender gay man you know who's just more femme identified like you know just has a femme Fem presentation. Um, that's neither here nor there. Um, she, uh, her name, just because like the initial reports that I heard that she was trans, so I'm just gonna go with that. Um, Mason Elijah, I think is what she goes by. Um, she basically posts all these recordings and tweets of her interactions with um, Dwight and, you know, just in in this attempt to expose him 
and it's once again become one of those things online where you have all these homophobes and transphobes coming out of nowhere you know saying all this fuck shit and then for us lgbtq we're just like i can't speak for all of us clearly but i can speak for me and i am just over this whole exposing thing you know it it just serves no one um because you know you're not you're not going to get the privilege of a straight woman doing a tell all book you know honey um you're just going to be looked at as some low down dirty homosexual or if you're trans trans woman you know who is out here quote unquote tricking men and exposing them once they trick them and blah 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 and that whole bullshit narrative you know I think I've mentioned this in a previous post that you know a lot of y'all niggas who claiming y'all being tricked or claiming that this is a thing honey y'all niggas ain't being tricked honey y'all niggas these niggas know what's up these niggas know what the T is with a lot of these girls yeah I definitely have said that before that sounds familiar um and I just really want a lot of these trans and gays like if you are in relationships or dealings with quote unquote straight men you know just stop you know like stop exposing doing this exposing thing my thing is I feel like people should have the right to explore their sexuality in peace you know now if this you know because i think dwight howard has like a wife or you know he's you know got you know family and kids going on so you know first of all if you're in those type of situations you know you're no better than he is for sneaking around with somebody that's committed to somebody else not to get on a moral high ground but i'm just simply saying if we're going to try to play this moral high ground i mean sis you're not that you know for you gay boys and trans girls and things that that you know that are pulling these type of stunts you know you're not you're not on some moral high ground by quote unquote exposing him it's like you know i don't know i just feel like that whole practice is very uh how do i say regressive um overall because like i said you get all these homophobes and transphobes coming out of nowhere saying see this is what we be talking about these faggots and these he she's and these that that and that they be out here tricking men and they be out here you know trying to humiliate us and do 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 meanwhile a lot of these men that are involved were actively seeking trans women and or gay men to you know to see what's up you know so nobody was is no real right person in these situations especially if you know the quote-unquote straight man involved is sneaking around on a wife or a girlfriend and kids and things you know you was just wrong anyway you know if you wanted to explore your sexuality you know i understand that and then and then i just think that that you know for these men who are having feelings and, and curiosities that they want to explore you know you're not really you're making it like that that type of behavior and attitude is the reason why they are sneaking and doing things like this 
and you know this whole exposing thing does play into you know that fear that these type of men have um and it also for some who are who feel really desperate you know drive these men to do violent acts like kill not to say that that's of justifiable reason to kill a trans person nothing like that i'm just simply saying like you know it's these kind of attitudes and practices that have created this environment that we have right now where a lot of these men who are sneaking around trying to you know just trying to explore their their curiosities and you know fearing that if they get caught you know that they can't get caught they fear it so much that they feel like they can't get caught and they do some drastic shit like kill a motherfucker because you know they're so they're scared to get it found out because they're scared their life is going to be ruined not realizing you really ruined your life by killing somebody um and you talk about ruining your life you can deal with being called gay and this and that a few times after a while that shit gets stale but you killing somebody honey you got to pay the price for that Mm -mm. um so yeah i don't i just i just want you know i'm urging us if you are a trans woman boy woman or man and you are in a situationship with a straight person who you know First of all, if if they've got a whole other family, wife, husband thing going on, just dead that anyway, because I don't, I just wouldn't. But, you know, um, for these, I guess this is more for these girls who are getting with these famous people. See, that's another thing, too. That's a whole nother level. It's fame involved, fame and money and status involved. You know, Dwight Howard is on the world stage and, you know, he is you know everybody is taking turns making jokes and things see now he's the subject he and this young lady are the subject of all these jokes and things you know i just feel like it just doesn't help anybody and if you are in a situation like this you know where the person's got all this going on you know honey i've i've been approached by not by no famous men but by these undercover type niggas that you know look like they got a wife or fiance somewhere and they just trying to you know see what's up and i totally do not get involved for reasons like this like i'm not you know i don't want nobody trying to say that i'm tricking and seducing no straight men no honey he approached me honey most likely they approach me i don't approach a lot of niggas i get approached so you know i just i don't know i just urge people to you know get out of a get out of that whole exposing thing for my gays and my lgbtq that whole thing is just ill i personally think you know don't get with somebody with the intent to expose them later to try to extort money or whatever out of them just for or just for the sake of exposing niggas like that shit don't help nobody's cause and not to sound like on no respectability shit because I don't believe in respectability politics but it really doesn't make doesn't make it any better for other gay and trans people who have to deal and be exposed to this type of aggression because of the actions of one person so I just urge us as a community to try not to do that 
and and by try i mean just don't and for you uh so-called straight you know for the straight society i just urge you know uh, listen a lot of these niggas are just not straight okay a lot of these niggas probably are not even you know they're they're all those things they might just be pansexual bisexual they just might be curious they just might have a curiosity but i think we should definitely work on a type of society and work towards this as a society just a type of environment that does not especially for you know black and brown men specifically i think this is definitely for us you know we have to make an environment that encourages people to explore their sexuality in a healthy safe way free of like all of that extra um i know that's an easier said than done thing you know but that's something that definitely for this final thought that's something for for all of us to think about um you know just how to just be better human beings you know like at the end of the day that's really what matters um because i mean yeah this this shit is you know it's redundant like when i saw this come up on my timeline i did a hard a hard roll of my eye honey because it was just like ugh because i here we go again you know here we go with these niggas who gonna be on here talking about somebody was tricking them or these 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 things are tricking the our men and you know all these embittered women who feel like the gays are taking their men away and all of that you know all that you know just cliched ass shit you know it's just time out for that and we really need to like make a change like this shit is old um, to the young lady, you know, who called herself doing the exposing. This is once again, this is a story that's still new. So everything is uh, still coming out. No pun intended. Um, so I'm going to follow it and I'm going to, you know, any updates definitely going to be back here on Nova Thoughts. But yeah, it's just like to the young lady, you know, if you just doing this for fame and clicks, I mean, girl, was it worth it yeah you're gonna be hot for all of probably the probably until wednesday at best you might be hot until wednesday if this just turns out to be you just trying to get attention and at the end of the day you're gonna you know you have you you would have created not created but you would have just added to that whole negative thing in regards to trans women and gay men and you know just you know and how they interact with straight people like i don't know and to dwight howard i mean honey no judgments if you just out here trying to you know be curious and things that's cool but you know honey next time get in front of it don't let a bitch expose you expose yourself (laughs) that way you know, you ain't got to worry about being exposed. It would have been already a, a known thing. I don't know. I don't really have any advice for him. I don't really even know what to say to that nigga. I mean, just, ooh, I'm sorry that you're going through this. But if you are sneaking around, I don't know. It's just I think it's time for men like him to have conversations with themselves. Maybe seek a therapist, you know, to just really come to peace with 
and just understand themselves. I don't know. You know, I think often, especially black men, you know, we're told what we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to be it instead of just, you know, allowing our young black boys and black men to just be, you know, so I don't know. But I'm going to end it right here. We are at 45 minutes. I think that was a good that was good enough for me. I hope it was great for you. Um, once again, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at Nova underscore luxurious. You can follow me on Twitter at Nova luxurious and on SoundCloud at Nova luxurious. And, um, like I said, by the time a lot of y'all are going to probably be listening to this, it's going to be Monday. So I'm asking, or I'm just wishing everybody a happy and blessed week, you know, welcome back (laughs) um and don't worry friday will be here soon all right and that'll end it for me oh once again um my mixtape is on my soundcloud odyssey streaming now my single why can't you will be out on all major platforms november 30th so be on the lookout all right y'all that'll end it for me honey peace and love mwah